واحد Welcome to Double Jump. This is episode seven. Um, it's been a while. Lots happened. As usual, a yeah. lot has happened. Crap ton has happened. Yeah. Um, I can't say I can promise that it will continue to be scheduled <laughs> properly, uh, like uh, properly. But uh, we'll try our best. I, Anyways, I think no. But I think last episode we discussed that we're going to be recording whenever we have time, since yeah. like, our schedules are. Hectic. I totally messed up the, the past month or so, a bit over a month now. Mm. But hopefully things normalize soon, um, and we'll be delivering a little bit faster than than the usual pace, which is like super slow. Anyways, uh, I'm your host Yakub, and uh, joining me t- today are my co-hosts Patrick, hello, and Abdullah. Yo yo. What's up? Fine. How you guys been? Playing lots of games. <laughs> Playing one game. <laughs> Have you finished? Can you guess what game I'm talking about? Of course, about? Persona Five, man. Oh yeah, of course. No, I haven't. I haven't beaten uh, Zelda yet. It's really? Like, yeah, I haven't beaten it. I told you we're gonna discuss it in like a month, and I don't think I'll be done with it then. Yeah. Because of Persona. Actually. Are you holding yourself back because yeah, you want yeah, to I'm, do everything else in Zelda before yeah, finishing yeah. it? Oh, okay. So what I'm doing now is I'm mostly playing Persona Five the majority of the time, and then I'll play. Like, if I play four hours of Persona, I'll play, like, an hour, hour and a half of Zelda. And I have one more dungeon left, but I'm not even, like, going towards the dungeon. I'm, like, I keep walking the specific direction to go to the dungeon, then I find a shrine, and then from that shrine I find something else, and then from that else, like, I keep jumping around, and then gradually I find myself moving away from that last yeah. dungeon. <laughs> it's easy to move away from the from the beaten path yeah. in Zelda, like... Super easy. Get distracted. It's like, like Link, like as a child. Every time he sees a toy in a story, yeah. he goes, "Oh, what a nice toy! Oh, there's another one." Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. And Cashier's like waiting for five days for this little kid to pay, and the kid's like always distracted. Yeah. yeah no. ADD simulator. Yeah, I mean it's already been discussed like so much, but the way the world's designed and like what personally surprised me a lot. And, like, the reviews said it, but I didn't believe... It's not that I didn't believe the reviews, but I thought they were exaggerating. was the fact that wherever... Like, whatever makes you curious, if you go to that area, you're going to find something. Yeah. Which, I like, I've played so many open-world games, and, like, games like Skyrim or Fallout, like, those are my favorite kind of games most of the time. And those games don't even do this. You know what I mean? Like, like the world in Skyrim, the majority of the time when you're exploring the overworld, you rarely run into something valuable that you want to use. But in Zelda, it's like, you know, like you see like the like a cliff or something. You go on that, you go towards that cliff, and then you find like a Karak seed or, you know, a hint for a shrine or something. There's always something interesting, like within, like, within view. Yeah. And even if it's within view like even if you can see it like all the way back like so far away you know that like if you spend maybe the next 10 minutes running around you'll probably end up there doing something discovering something and eventually like restarting this loop of 
discovery. Yeah. It's like, okay, so so I'm standing over here in this tower, and over like over there, I, like north, I see Death Mountain, and like if I I can imagine myself in like 15 minutes, if I if I if I if I like dedicate myself to not being distracted and just go all the way there i will be standing on death mountain yeah. doing different stuff and then from there i can like i my next like objective which is like all the way across the the world and like across the map and okay i, I know i'm gonna find something interesting over there and then yeah. it's, it's always like a, a loop a loop of distractions it's the perfect loop uh, yeah say. it's very very well like very well executed. Yeah. Anyways, so today's episode, today's episode, <laughs> let's, let's, get, back on, let's, get, let's back, get back on track. <laughs> um, today's episode is going to be basically uh, a post-mortem, I mean, can't say post-mortem because yeah, it's only been a month. It's only been a month. <laughs> but let's say it's like uh, after the, after, after, the after the buzz sort yeah. of, uh, like uh, after the buzz kind of episode. Uh, one month with the switch. One yeah. month, like almost one month yeah. with the switch, but it feels like an eternity already. Thank yeah. you, Zelda. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically, we're gonna talk about our experience with the de- with the device, like from day one and like till today, because <clears throat> a couple of us have finished, have finished Zelda, so we've been actively trying to seek different experiences on the switch. Now that the main, like the main distraction, uh, distraction like not the main the main reason you got the switch is now basically over for us, at least with the time being. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about our experience with the with the device and how it might have like impacted the way we might have purchased games, because this certainly has been a surprising like eye opening experience for me personally. Mm-hmm. And it's a happy one. Yeah. yeah so far, <laughs> like okay, well, let's let's start then. Um, so day one, we get our switches. First thing we do is we launch Zelda. Like wait, wait, no our, question. First thing. We do is hold it in our hands and be amazed how, at how amazing it is. Like, okay. I knew, like, again, we read how the build quality was, uh, like, reviewers were happy with the build quality and things like that, and mm-hmm. how the screen is a good quality screen and stuff. But it's so much different when it's in your hands and you're actually holding it and you're like, yeah, like, this doesn't actually feel like it's going to break in like five minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, I think because there's a frame of reference in your mind that, like, automatically, the first thing that comes to mind when you pick up a Switch for the first time is, like, how much better this feels than the 3DS. Because how it's like, much better it feels than the freaking gamepad. True. Yeah. True. Like, if you actually remember how the gamepad felt in your hand, <laughs> to be honest. Because the first thing, the first thing yeah. I felt was, like, okay, this feels sturdy. Yeah. Like, this feels super sturdy, and then... I, I put it down and pick up my 3DS, which is like the next most used Nintendo platform that I own. Mm. Like I play, I game on my 3DS way more than my Wii U. Like I can, I'm being sarcastic, but I can almost count all the number of times I actually pur- purposely switched on the Wii U Mm-mm. since I bought it. Yeah. But the 3DS like feels really flimsy and and mm. you know like. Did you ever get the new 3DS or is this the... I got the new 3DS, oh, yeah. Okay. Even compared to that, like the, the Switch feels a lot more... Oh, yeah, yeah I agree. Like I agree. sturdier and it feels nice in the hand, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, it feels like weighty. Yeah, like the there's weight, a good weight. There's a good hand. weight to it. Not, like, not, not heavy enough to like annoy your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the weight is great. But yeah, I, I can sometimes like hold it in one hand and like scratch my face or something. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, I have to put it down. Yeah, yeah. It's not like when you're lying your when you're lying on your back and you're holding up an iPad. Yeah. 
because after a while that starts to strain your your wrists mm. and then eventually like i've had a couple of uh, a couple, <laughs> couple of like ipad drops in the face i've had that and oh, it's shit. terrible uh, especially if I, especially if it like drops at an angle yeah oh, oh man i've had i've had Critical a hit. <laughs> i've had a bunch of those knockout 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 anyway so um so yeah i think build quality it's, it's right up there um, How snappy the OS is. OS, I hope, I certainly, like, really, really, really hope this continues to be, like, to perform the exact same way even after they actually release the final version yeah. of the OS. I mean, so far I have, I have over 10 games, I think, or 8 games. Whoa. Yeah, my menu is full. Um, and, like, it's still pretty snappy, so I don't think the number of games you own will hopefully affect how... No, but it depends on what they, what they throw on top of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if they, if they put, like, theme support, and then they decide to animate those themes, how much will, of, how much will that impact, like, yeah. the... I don't think we'll have animated themes, because, I mean, you have to think about battery life. Honestly? Um, I mean, after, after, I mean, I'm after, sure after playing something like Zelda... I don't think like battery life is. I mean, you, you're, I you're, think, accustomed, I, you're accustomed. Yeah, yeah. To, to, I, I don't yeah. think the battery life is a problem. But I mean, if if they say like a AAA game can only handle three hours of battery, and on top of that you have like a theme that's always like moving around this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll the, see. Like the, like the layouts of the of the of the user interface is like it's clear that it's theme friendly and oh, theme yeah, ready. Yeah. Like it has so much empty space and so much like blank background space mm. that is like. It's obviously going to be themed. It's yeah, obviously yeah. going to be skinned, like in the future. So, I think like whatever they they put on top of the uh, of the OS at the moment, I just certainly hope it doesn't slow down the the, the experience over mm -hmm. time. Um, like if you remember, like PlayStation Three when it first came out, you remember? Do you guys remember how fast the store was? I didn't own a PS3 at launch. You didn't yeah, own a no, PS3 no, at launch. I, had, I, had I bought it like uh, two years later. Yeah. The store was not an app. Oh, really? It was like system integrated. Hmm. Like it's, it's more like what, it, what it's like on the PS4 right now. Hmm. Like on the PS4, if you go to the store, it's a, quick, it's a transition basically. Yeah, yeah. And you don't like launch a separate app. That was, that, it was like that on the PS3 when it launched. It was so snappy, so fast. And then they just made, made it an app and you know, you remember what, what the yeah, experience no. was like. But I mean, Sony has so many issues with their OS. So. Uh, it's, just, it's just like, it's just something that I, I that I can easily relate to because mm. it was great when it was done that way, um, but then like you see how they they added stuff on top of XMB and uh, it messed up a few aspects of the PS3. Anyways, so I think I think the the, the, the user interface is as you said pretty snappy. Um, I like the way that they made me completely like become confident in going digital with, with Nintendo like I honestly I've had my I've, I've had my worries when I was on my 3ds yeah most of the games if I have the option to like buy it um, physical I'll buy it physical on 3ds except for like the few games that were only digital exclusive like for example the the Ace Attorney games yeah those were like digital only so I, I mean I had no choice mm. but now that the the new Nintendo uh, Nintendo account uh, system that they, they have going on right now is like very flexible very easy to like 
um, create a different account for a different store, yeah. and it's and and if you buy a game from one store, it's considered purchased on the other. I think there are exceptions, but in general, it works that way. Yeah. It it makes me confident as also that the the, the DRM is account based. Yeah. That made me confident in switching completely digital to uh, on the switch. Like I got a two hundred gig um, SD card, and it's like. I'm tossing everything into it. Like I, I don't. Need, I need to worry about like carrying cartridges with me. I don't need to worry about like busting my switch because I can just you know deactivate this one, get a new switch, toss everything back in. Maybe the only thing I'll be missing is my cloud saves. I mean, we know that's coming. Yeah, it's been Do sort we? of. Yes, some guy sent his uh, switch to Nintendo for repairs. Yeah, okay. he got it back. And next to like on the on these on the home screen, the Zelda icon had a cloud next to it. Really? So it seems like Nintendo um, used some kind of like um, online save transfer or something mm-hmm. to get his save back on his new switch or on his um, repaired. Uh, repaired switch or something like that. So we know that they're working on something that could give you. Like cloud saves. Maybe it's like a PlayStation Plus sort of, sort of deal where when, if you're subscribed, you get cloud, yeah. Yeah. Sa- yeah. Know, sa- uh, yeah. cloud saving. That's that would be pretty freaking cool. Yeah. yeah. So so like there's still a lot of like many aspects of the user interface that are missing right now with the Switch. It's not like affecting me negatively so far because I am typically like I typically don't use like a lot of the voice chat and messaging. Features of like PlayStation or Xbox, like yeah. I rarely use those, but I like to stalk my friends. I like to see what like friends who have added me, and I've and friends that I've added. I like to see what they're doing. Like yeah. okay, so I I see like six people are online. I go and I go into my friend list and I see like you playing Zelda, Bishu playing Zelda, <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> uh, but now like more people are playing different games yeah. because everyone's beaten Zelda or at least most people have beaten Zelda. Yeah. Uh, so, except for you, like I'm seeing other people playing Mario Kart now. I'm seeing people play um, like Kamiko, um, like I run like a bunch of different games, like uh, Shovel Knights, for example. Yeah. So, this is nice, but I can't even like. Okay, what if I wanted to send a message? I can't. We're still waiting for that app on the phone. Yeah, which we and have you can't no even, clue. You can't even check uh, full names. No. Like if I add you and I have a nickname or something, you can't see who I actually am unless I, I have you. I have two Hamids. <laughs> Our Hamid for like Gigi Hamid and some other Hamid guy. And they both spell their names the same way. Seven seven MD. MD. <laughs> so I had to like if Hamid didn't use his amiibo to, to express that this is you this mean is this me. is yeah, this is him. Like <laughs> I knew him from his amiibo. Like he's me, his me. me. Not amiibo. Amiibo? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, that, see, this is how this is how bad I want an uh, like a hundred people. But yeah, uh, but but yeah, basically his me. Um, uh, if I didn't like, if I could, if I if he didn't use like uh, his, bald, his, whole, his, his shiny, his shiny, shiny bald, bald head uh, as his profile picture, I wouldn't even know which one's the true Hamid, you know. But anyways, um, I think at the moment UI is. It's snappy, it's fast, it gets things done, which is good. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, what, what other aspects do you guys want to cover? Like, how about have, the Joy Cons and stuff like that? Or if you have anything in mind. Well, I was just going to say, have you had any issues with the battery? With the battery? Yeah, like, has it, like, have you been playing and then all of a sudden the battery runs out or something? Actually, no. Yeah. You know, it's been, yeah, again, mm, once I reached like 9%. 
<laughs> Only once. <laughs> I've been managing my battery. Yeah. Yes, yeah, me too. This is, it, and every that, time I go back home, I like instantly. You plug it in. I plug it in and forget about it. Yeah. You know, it feels it feels weird when you're playing Zelda on the go, for example, a game that truly like burns your battery. Yeah. I've been I've been like monitoring my battery from time to time. So I start with like a 100% charge. I play Zelda for like 10 minutes and then I check my check my battery and it's like 80%. Like wow, that drained fast. Hmm. I mean, okay, I, I'm uh, not 10 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Then I, I notice that the battery drains fast. But the good thing about it is that I, it seems to charge fast as well. Yeah. If I if I was charging, if I wasn't playing a game, and if I was charging my my Switch uh, with an external battery pack, it doesn't take like too long for it to like juice up. Hmm. Um, I've also tried charging with my MacBook uh, Pro's uh, USB-C um, charger, charger, and it was fine. Yeah, my brother did that. Yeah. Um, so I think like the charging speed is good. Um, working like charging over over uh, uh, using using a uh, power bank is a huge thing because. Yeah. Yeah. Like wherever I travel now, I just carry a power bank, like a 26 milliamp hour power bank, and like this thing like charges for eight hours, but it, it charges everything for a long time. And yeah. sure enough, like the switch is, like I can guarantee not running out of juice in any flight. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's the biggest surprise I've had. Like I was, my biggest concern was battery life. And I thought it would like, it would start annoying me after a certain time, like playing, and then all of a sudden, oh, like, oh God, I have to charge it and stuff. But I've never, I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah. And, and I mean, for instance, like the PS4 controller bothers me so much because I, hate, I remember. I hate how, like, terrible. Yeah. And I remember, is. like, every single time I have to put it on charge, I remember putting it on charge. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I was playing Persona 5 yesterday and I remember the battery running out. It's, it's things I don't forget, you know, and it starts yeah. to annoy you so much. Like, so I thought this, something similar would happen with the Switch, but I'm glad like I haven't experienced that yet. I played uh, like a mixed amount of time between Joy-Cons and the Pro Controller on like playing Zelda. Mm. And I went through a probably like out of the box charge uh, Pro Controller. Mm. Like I didn't even I didn't even charge it. I almost finished Zelda. On and that one, on that yeah. same charge, <laughs> the pro control is so good. I yeah, almost so finished Zelda on that charge. I like literally like the day before I beat Zelda, I had to like plug it in to charge the controller. I don't know how long it took to fully charge, but that thing die doesn't die. Like it, it's it, it tanks. It tanks so hard. Yeah. And don't I forget, it has HD Rumble and uh, NFC reader. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's be fair. Like NFC reader isn't gonna. Like trigger or anything if you're not using it, but the, but the rumble is is there. Joy Cons are surprisingly not bad. Like yeah. the, the, the charge, I absolutely hadn't like I absolutely had no reason to charge them. I haven't charged them yet. Yeah, they're still so attached to my switch. And it, like if I'm not, I mean I'm only using or I only remove them when I'm at work and I'm playing with my colleague. But they go right back on the switch after we're done, and like when I get home, I put it on the dock so. It's like charging on its own without me having to think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I, t I told all, um, mostly uh, all who's asked me about the charging group. 
There's no yeah. need. There's no need for it. It's such a useless yeah. ac- accessory. Yeah. It's there for people who are like, who are like, why is this grip not charging? I wanted to charge. Yeah. Okay, then fine. Pay ten dollars and get that. It's, it's not like it's expensive, but is it really ten dollars? I think it's like ten dollars. I think it's more. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not a piece of plastic. If, if the, if the, if the, I don't know. If the two wheels for Mario Kart uh, is fifteen dollars. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and they're no, only it's plastic. 10, it's ten KD. Oh, so okay. maybe like 30, 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah, I could. I, I was sorry. I had a maybe currency uh, conversion issue there. But in, in, like in any case, you don't even need that. Yeah. Like the general use case is like solid enough for you to not even need a pro controller, but using one is a good idea probably. Mm. Um, the only downside to the pro controller that I found was like it's a bummer. Like uh, for me, it's like I don't know how they how they. How they didn't think of it is like the mm. uh, having like a ability to attach a head headset, like a head yeah. a headphone. Oh, jack. there isn't a headphone jack. There's no. no headphone jack. Like this oh. is this was disappointing because I got so used to like being acclimated to having a headphone jack port like, um, like on demand. Because if I'm gaming at home and my wife is asleep, I mm. just put on my headphone jack and enjoy like audio that way. I wonder if it's because it's if it doesn't support Bluetooth, right? Right now, no. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Like, honestly, I mean, they haven't. They haven't. They haven't said anything. Like, they haven't yeah. said anything. Like even, even their messaging towards like headsets have been mm. confusing. Almost nothing. Yeah. Almost nothing. So, so like okay, it makes sense when you're when you're in portable mode. Like the headphone jack. Headphone jack is right there. Yeah. Which is great. But we got so used to like with current current consoles, we got so used to having that headphone jack like. On our like on hand every time, regardless of whether you're using it or not, it's just convenient that it's there. Yeah. Like even on Windows, like I game mainly on Steam these days or on PC these days. Even with like an Xbox controller hooked up to my PC, I can still use that headphone jack. So but, it's convenient. But there's something else you totally forgot about it. That um, even even so, that's not an excuse for them to do this move because. In the future, in the near future, they'll start like making the service for where you can chat with your friends. Yeah. If you're playing at home, right. how can how you're can you chat be, with them? How, you're going to be exactly. using your your phone, or you're going to be buying another pro controller that has a headphone jack. <laughs> Honestly, because oh. it's expensive, you know, it's like seventy bucks for a controller. It's like it's the most yeah. expensive. They controller. want you to buy another controller just for the. I don't know. No. I'm just saying, like, damn your Nintendo. Because <laughs> like it's it's like among among the standard controllers of any console right now. This is the most expensive one. Like, I'm not, I'm not adding like the Xbox Elite controller to the to the mix or mm, the two the regular, controllers yeah, or the, the PS4, but it's it's not cheap. And if you're gonna, if they're gonna give you an option to buy another one which has a headphone jack, which obviously we're all gonna buy, but you know it sucks because you already made an investment in getting that controller. Uh, I don't think we're gonna have a controller with a headphone jack. I don't know, I man. Mean, They've been pushing the phone app like so much, and Here's that the Reggie thing. interview mentioned using the phone app for chatting. So, so now, now that we actually have like proper hands-on experience with the Switch, how can you imagine yourself using another device to do voice chat? Like, no, okay, I don't do voice chat. I've no. done. I've <laughs> honestly, yeah, there you go. But I've honestly had experience with that before, um, using like Discord or Skype mm-hmm. uh, while playing games on like PS4, Xbox One, PC, whatever. Because sometimes, um, I like I don't prefer PS4 chat, the voice chat, because the quality is not that that good. Um, the Xbox One's quali- voice quality is better, but you know, UI is a little bit janky. 
Um, but sometimes, like, it's more comfortable for me to just like call my friend on Skype and have a have a like a conference call and stuff like that. And everything <coughs> works fine. Yeah. I just I just plug in a headphone on on my uh, on my to my phone and and we're good to go. So I've had this experience before. It's not comfortable. Yeah, it got the job done, but it's not comfortable because yeah. I have to like always worry about another device other than the one I'm currently like using, investing yeah. my time into. So I don't know. It's gonna be weird, unless like I'm sure Nintendo is gonna have like voice chat. Built into the switch itself, like I, see, I find it hard that they're gonna segregate the the service. I wonder if specific games can include voice chat in them, not as a system wide thing, hmm. as based on the game. Because I remember when Monster Hunter Three Ultimate came out on the Wii U, it had voice chat. Hmm. It was built into the game. Into the I, game. I don't, I don't remember. System, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I wonder if, if they would if they would allow something like that. They could probably do that, but what's the interface? There, there it would be the game. No, what's the interface? What what's what are you going to use to like? Okay, you can't hook up a headphone jack. Like you can't have oh, hook up yeah, your yeah, your yeah, microphones right, or like your right. headphones or or you, you, there's no Bluetooth headphone option. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the interface? That's true. I didn't think about that. It's confusing. Like. It's not confusing. It's it's mysterious. Like uh, how, <laughs> yeah. how am I how am I going to like chat with people in Mario Kart? Okay, who chats in Mario Kart? But yeah. but let's be fair. Like and there's no chatting in Mario Kart. Well, let's say Monster Hunter. Okay, mm-hmm. and you wanna you wanna communicate using Monster Hunter. Like we've we've been through the Skype loop yeah. together, uh, playing Monster Hunter online with with our friends. So like how will that work? I mean, it's not comfortable at all. Yeah, so I, so I agree so, so um, it's 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 really really weird how they're gonna tackle that, and I think like we're gonna know pretty soon. Like Unless I think by June, or by by the time Splatoon comes out, yeah. we'll have mm. s- maybe some kind they'll of have like Splatoon themed controllers with headphone jacks on them. Oh yeah, <laughs> and ninety would, bucks. Let's go. <laughs> and I would probably buy it. Like when they when they showed the neon Joy Cons, I'm gonna buy those like neon yellow Joy Cons. Yeah, they're already announced yellow for uh, arms. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna buy. Yeah, them. he's gonna buy them. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like whatever they whatever colors they announce, I'm gonna buy them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes such a difference. What my my switch isn't the neon switch. I couldn't get the pre-order through, mm. so I ordered the black ones. And then our friend gifted me the neon controllers, but the red is on the left and the blue is on the. <laughs> like, it's not the same. It is not the same. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the the look of it, like the colors are so nice. Yeah. They're so yeah. vibrant, and it suits the system like so well. So like even as per- like as an OCD driven person, yeah, it it's not offensive. Like surprisingly <laughs> not offensive. Yeah. Um, See, here's the thing. I think like the the Joy-Cons themselves have a huge potential. Like when it comes to like making special Joy-Cons for specific uses, like use case. For example, if you notice, like on their eShop, they've been selling some Neo Geo arcade uh, arcade yeah. games. The first thing that came to mind was like a special edition Joy-Con or left Joy-Con, where the the where there is no D-pad. All it is. Is all it has is for directions is the um, is the Neo Pocket color <laughs> stick. If you've ever tried one of those, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> that stick is amazing. It's so good for like portable Neo Geo games. 
and fighting. You can you can legit play fighting games with that, and it feels so good. Um, you know, and, and then you, you can have like cases where eventually they're gonna announce something about virtual console on the on the Switch, which is right now absent. Yeah. But let's say, for example, GameCube emulation is gonna be a thing. I was just about to say they could have like a like GameCube themed Joy-Con, and it's gonna have like let's say they can add like can patch in functionality for an analog trigger. Yeah, yeah. Because because the triggers on the on the Joy Cons right now are digital triggers. Yeah. I mean, they're just like single clicks. You can't you can't like gradually like increase or decrease the the the, the press itself. So. So this this is something that some GameCube games use. Like for example, you can control the the like the force in which like uh, Mario sp- uses his uh, his flood uh, sprinkler. Like the like if you, if you push the if you push the the L was it L or R? Oh. I think it was the R button. Yeah. If you press the R button like all the way in, he he'll shoot flood like water from flood really really like yeah. really strong. So how will they tackle this in? Emulation. Obviously, when they release Rocket League on the Switch, they'll release special editions Joy Cons with analog triggers. <laughs> and you will buy them. Analog, right? Yeah, Rocket League uses analog. Yeah. analog. So yeah, I mean, these like this and the, the headphone jack, like the lack of headphone jack uh, on the Pro Controller, are some of like my pet peeves. That I, I how did? I'm, what, I'm sh- what's the well, point? Well, I'm not sure, but I mean, they'll release new controllers next year. Like they release They'll new continually things. release new yeah. controllers. Like, like like they release new editions of 3DSs and whatever, we're gonna get like a you like a pro a pro pro controller. They for set the themselves they set themselves up with a modular device mm. in which the main system does not need to change at all. Yeah. The attachment parts is where they're gonna be making their money. Mm. So basically you bought the, you bought the switch, okay, you're in for it. You're gonna you're gonna continually buy like continuously buy like uh, the like the the more upgraded Joy Cons. Here's here's the 2018 Joy Cons. <laughs> we're gonna add yeah. uh, like analog analog uh, triggers, and we're gonna add uh, we're gonna we're gonna make the D pad shaped like whatever. Uh, we're gonna make the sticks a little bit more like um, tighter and stuff like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the typical stuff, the yeah. typical upgrade like iterative design. Mm. So I think they can get away with that. While still retaining the functionality, the basic functionality of the of the switch uh, throughout, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have to radically change anything. All they need to do is just patch patch in support for like different control schemes or for different kinds of Joy Cons with with specific hardware differences, like like for example, an analog trigger. Yeah. So I think uh, looking forward is going to be interesting and like. And E3 is going to be really interesting, especially mm-hmm. after what Reggie said. But like, it's, it's such an exciting year. They don't have. They don't have. Um, they're not going to have a, a press uh, conference. They so, they never so do. They, they don't need to. Yeah. They, all they need to do is yeah, just like, direct. They all, all they have to do is just hit play and <laughs> and millions, millions. Just, millions. And, just, and just open like open like 15, 15 instances of TweetDeck <laughs> yeah. and like monitor all the reactions. Um, but man, like. I want everything on the Switch, like everything. <laughs> it's just like us. Like, I feel, I feel I, bad. I was like, I was like, I go, I go. I want Persona on my, I was, on I was my just gonna say because I want to play outside. I was gonna I have say to go outside. I want to play Persona. Like Persona would be so perfect for the Switch. Like it's a perfect game to play on the go. Like you can play in short bursts when like 
you're doing your social stuff. You can play in short bursts when you're in the dungeons because there's safe points everywhere. Like it's perfect. This is this is like my my experience with Persona has been Persona Three um, and uh, uh, Persona Three Portable and Persona Four Golden. Yeah. So both of them were portable versions of Persona. So I've I've had a taste of portable Persona. Mm. Unfortunately, like the P- I'm as much as I love Persona Five, I I've had this constant thought of like, okay, let me take my Vita with me. And try to remote play this thing over the internet, and boy, it doesn't work. It didn't connect to my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> like the the one time I've had like I've had remote play work over internet was back when I was playing Child of Light, I think. Mm. It didn't run that well. It was super laggy. But yeah, um, it's uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but now like. The thing that I've like, it's I'm gonna talk about like how owning a Switch has changed my my perspective on how on like what games to buy on which platform. Because mm. before my default was like, is this thing exclusive? Then okay, buy it on the exclusive console because there's no other way to play it. If this thing is multi-platform, Steam all the way or yeah. PC. So what I what's happening now is that okay, so this is okay. I have Shovel Knights. Okay, I own this already on Steam. I got it on a sale for like five bucks or something. Then you have Treasure Trove, which is like the the full complete version of Shovel Knights on the yeah. Switch. So it's like, okay, so why not pick this up and try to play it on the go? And I did. I got Treasure Trove on, on Switch and I started playing that. And it instantly clicked with me. And I started liking to play these smaller games on Switch. I've had previous experience with that on the Vita, where most of like the indie games I've, I've been tossing into the Vita and playing from time to time, but yeah. I wasn't like that huge into these kind of like smaller games. Mm. But now I'm starting to like pick up like these. I want. I don't want to say B tier, but like the the in between games, like for example Snake Pass. Yeah. I picked up the Switch version, and surprisingly, it felt nice to play that on the go. So now I've been like looking at options, like any game that's being announced, like from now on, is like, is this thing on the Switch? And then I try to like study, like, okay, so is this thing? Am I gonna feel comfortable playing this on the go? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. this is this is my exact experience as well, and this is how I was before the Switch even came out. Like I've been dying to play Stardew Valley for since it was released on on Steam, and I'm not I don't play many games on on PC or anything. But I was like very close to getting Star Stardew Valley on on PC just to play it. Yeah, you but then get, they like, a strong PC. Yeah. yeah. Then they announced the release for the PS4. So I was like, I prefer playing on the PS4, so I'll wait. And then this was before the Switch was announced or anything. Then they announced the Switch. Did they announce a Vita port? No, no, they never. I don't think they did. Okay. And they announced the Switch, and I was like. Okay, I'll wait for the Switch version. Even though they hadn't announced this, <laughs> this Switch version of Stardew Valley, I was like, it has to come out on the Switch. Like, it would be such a perfect game to play portably. And until now, I'm still waiting for Stardew Valley, but at least now it got announced, you know? Yeah, and uh, the, the, the uh, yeah, video. Yeah. Um, so every game... So and, and I love indie games. Like, I was playing... A lot of them on the Vita, like uh, uh, Necro Dancer and mm. um, Sultan Sanctuary and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but now, 
if I have a choice between the PS4 and the Switch, it's always going to be the Switch. And and recently Hollow Knight was released on the PS4 and Xbox One and stuff, and they announced the Switch version. So I'm yeah. just going to wait for the Switch version. Then yeah. there are like there are like bad examples out there as well. Like for example, Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Mm. If you played the demo, you're pretty much going to stay away from that version. If the I, demo is like not, if the final game is not as optimized, mm. which I honestly think it wouldn't be as optimized, because Dragon Quest Zero is out on PS4 and PC mm. as well, but the Switch version, like there's there's a good reason to get the Switch version because it includes the first game as well. Mm. So like the content, for the amount of content you're getting for the for the money you're paying is pretty good, but it doesn't seem like it's fun to play on this on the Switch because of the performance issues. Yeah. So mm. there has to be some. You have you have to you have to start reading before you know clicking the yeah. purchase and button. And hopefully, I mean this this, I mean hopefully the developers will find a way to optimize uh, Dragon Quest Heroes because I mean even the the Vita version was terrible too, from what I remember. It's, and it's possible. Look what uh, Konami did with the Bomberman R. Yeah. Bomberman R is an amazing example. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I, I feel surprisingly like, good. I feel like they can sacrifice some like graphic fidelity for for performance, and yeah, they should. That's what they did with the Bomberman R actually, yeah, because they like reduced the resolution yeah. for uh, for the frame rate. But like multiplayer is perfect now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. So I mean, and and I mean the the demo looked good. Like I, I played the demo a bit and. It did stutter and stuff, but there's, I didn't. There's a demo for Bomberman R. No, not Bomb uh, Bomberman. Uh, Dragon Quest. Oh, Heroes. Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like when you look at it on the Switch screen, like it looks good. You know, it, it looks looked, fine. It looked much better than I expected it. So I don't mind if they decrease the quality of the graphics if it means enhancing the performance. Yeah, because because the problem with Dragon Quest Heroes, like the first thing I notice is like before you hit the enemy, the game just totally drops a frame. Like it's noticeable. The game just freezes for like a split second. Yeah. Oh, like Zelda happens sometimes with the big uh, beasts. Mm. No, some but Zelda. Some of the. I don't remember when I, having when that I problem. Him, when, I, when I hit him, the screen like freezes for like less than a second. But so I feel like that's done on purpose, isn't it? No. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember it either. Really? Yeah. Mm. I honestly don't remember <laughs> that. But but anyways, like it it wasn't it didn't feel nice, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so yeah, you have to you have to like especially for games that are coming out now for the Switch, you have to be like be careful like not every game is gonna be super optimized. But then you get good examples like Snake Pass for example. The version on the Switch is surprisingly good. Okay, it runs at 30 FPS, which is fine. It has some missing graphical stuff, which is it. yeah, but it's not like huge. Yeah, yeah. and it's running it's, it's Unreal Engine 4. I mean, I saw, it I was saw really the, nice. yeah, I saw the Eurogamer Digital thing. Foundry, yeah, yeah, the comparison, the comparison and it wasn't that big of a no, no, leap. Yeah. totally, totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, this is a good example of a game that is well optimized for the Switch, for the platform it's on. So I have confidence that over time, developers will feel super acquainted with the with the with the device because it's using like a, it's it's pretty much like a tablet processor, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, I'm very impressed by like Mario Kart 8, by the way. Like Mario even though Kart it's 8 is amazing, even though it's a Wii U game, like it looks, I mean, not a lot nicer, but it looks very pretty. And, and the performance is better. The, the performance is better, and I mean, I played four players like in the office, and it stuttered. Like there was some stuttering, but 
but it ran very smoothly. You know, it wasn't the the frame rate issue wasn't that major, and like it was a lot of fun to play. Even though it was like the small, tiny split screens, it 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 works. It, it ran it ran consistently. Yeah. yeah. See, until until the um, until the switch, the the closest thing to like a console quality like handheld racing game, for example, was like as far as I remember, it was uh, maybe Wipeout twenty forty eight on the Vita. Mm. But even that ran at a disappointing frame rate because you know Wipeout games are typically like super fast. Yeah. Um, the frame rate, the frame rate wasn't there. So the closest, like the, the best thing that happened with the Switch was like racing games are suddenly super pretty on the go. Mm -hmm. So it had like far, fast RMX game running at blazing high frame rates, super nice looking. It's like a console quality racing game. Yeah. Like this is like at the, at launch that game was like my my Ridge Racer equivalent you know on the switch and now you have something like mario kart with that like these really nice looking graphics really good solid frame rates and and performance running in portable mode yeah that's huge that's really nice it, it brings confidence like even if they're gonna eventually and i think that's what's gonna happen is like a lot of people missed on the wii u train so they typically missed all the greatest hits for the wii u yeah so i think like eventually over time they're gonna re-release the wii u games that most people like missed on the Switch, and so, and and like I think they can comfortably uh, have them run pretty well on the yeah. Switch. Yeah. Like I mean, look at Mario Kart. Yeah, I really hope they bring by Bayonetta two over to the Switch. I, I think they will bring like two or three games per year from the Wii U library. Maybe. Like yeah. I'd okay. like to have Wind Waker. I'd love to have Wind Waker oh, HD man. on the Win go. Oh man, that I'll buy be... that at a hard game. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's such a different experience, and it's so good. Uh, but, but one thing I want developers to take advantage of, and I haven't seen it much so far, is a touchscreen. Like, I, I bought the Japanese version of uh, Disgaea 5. Yeah. Because uh, it has English. And it's a strategy-based RPG, and it doesn't. there's no touchscreen support. Like, I want to touch my unit and, like, press where, like, I want to take him or, like, press on an enemy to attack. Like, But, but they don't have any touchscreen... Uh, uh, support and mm. it's pretty annoying. I think this is mainly because the game is a port. A port, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so. But I mean, it, it would have been a nice bonus for a port. Yeah, right? obviously. I mean, they included all the DLCs and stuff, which is cool. But I mean, let's like, be fair. Like, how long did developers really have time to 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 like develop games? Like, how long have they been? Have they had access to yeah. to dev kits? You know. Yeah. Because I don't know. Maybe maybe the the larger publishers like Capcom and. And EA and does EA even release any games on Nintendo? Yeah, they'll release FIFA. Oh yeah, they yeah. will release. They will FIFA. release FIFA, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm saying like, like for example, Ubisoft and and the bigger publishers, they probably have had like dev kits for a long time. But I think most developers maybe got them maybe six years before launch. Uh, sorry, six, six months. Years. I'm sorry, six years. Six six <laughs> eight months maybe before launch. Yeah. So I don't know like how fast it was for them to get acclimated to the new dev dev environment. So. Mm. Especially like you have to go through a lot of like document documentations for like Unreal Engine Four running on Switch. Like mm. Nintendo had to prepare these way ahead of time, like for Unity and for for Unreal Engine, because because right now Unreal Engine Unity are like the most popular engines that developers are using right now. Like Japanese developers, there's 20 Japanese developers right now making Switch, making games for Unreal Engine Four, yeah. and those are probably like they can be ported to Switch. 
with the with the like with the correct documentation that Nintendo has been providing the developers with. So I think, like, over time, we will see like more developers getting used to like porting their games and yeah, adding yeah. functionality on top yeah, of hopefully on top of the like the base games that they're making. But they yeah. need time. To, to add these things, so I don't know. This guy. So. Uh, then again, you have the you have the problem with like touch-based games running on portable mode, but then you can't use these features on. Dock That's mode. true, but I mean, it, I mean, it already supports the controller, so I mean. There's yeah. a game called Voez. Yeah. Yeah. And that game I heard is, it's good. Yeah, it's it's you can play it on your iPhone right now. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the game is like exclusive to portable mode you can't yeah. play that thing on yeah. so there is I a, don't mind that by the way. there is a living example of that and I think yeah. if the switch picks up and somehow like becomes like a, an, an eventual 3ds replacement I think developers will have a strong case in making like their games like making portable mode only games yeah hmm. uh, I'm, I think I think like over time they could they could build a case for that mm. and then they can add stuff like Portable mode only exclusive features like mm. touch and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy is like it totally makes sense if you can you play it on a touch screen. Yeah. Cause I, wait, is it out on the Vita? I, I wonder. Don't know, but no, I think I think like if you want to if you want an approximate ex- like something similar to to that experience would be probably uh, Final Fantasy Tactics on an iPhone. Yeah. Or an iPad because that that's played that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There is something I, I, I let's say notice about the uh, eShop. Mm. Uh, I think they have to like update it as soon as possible. Oh yeah, they have to. Because uh, if you remember, there is like a, t- a time where the I forgot the company name. They released the new Geo. Uh, oh yeah, Hamster. Yeah, there w- one of the games. Well, uh, there are several games like um, Metal Slug, Three and Waku Waku. Now, if you go to the store. And let's say you're, it's your first time to the store, mm. and you go to the best sellers, the new releases. Coming soon. And coming soon, you won't find Waku Waku yeah, on yeah. the list, even if you go to the bottom. Yeah, because it's been pushed down. And a lot of developers... And you can't find it unless you search for it specifically. Yeah. yeah. A lot of devs right now are actually complaining that like, the way that the, the eShop uh, like, sh- like, presents... Your, their content is not doing them any good because it's it's, I, it's I like uh, it's uh, it pushes down pushes the, them way down. Yeah, 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 it promotes only the new stuff. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't just copy the Wii U eShop because that worked pretty well for them. Give me music. Give me eShop music. <laughs> Give me seasonal eShop music. I'll gladly pay for that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, because I'm sure. I'm I'm sure they'll go in that direction. I mean, I'm sure they'll have like they've a section been, for like games under five dollars. They've in been the games. adding like they've been adding subse- subsections to the eShop. Yeah, yeah. yeah the recent one was uh, which one? Which one? Uh, I think it's like most popular or something. I'll I'll, I'll ha- I have my Switch with me. I'll check. Because because they added they've been adding some kind of categories. Um, well, let me just mute that for a second. Um, I think it was, it's most popular. Yeah, I think it's it's like most popular or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, eShop needs a lot of work. It yeah. needs a lot of work. Like they got the main infrastructure stuff right. At least I, like, I feel like here, I mean, bestsellers coming soon. Yeah, the, recent the, releases. The, that's the, it. The 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 newest one was bestsellers. Bestsellers, yeah. yeah. So it promotes like 
based on downloads and stuff like I that. I mean, I'm sure they're going to, I mean, it seems like it, and I'm sure this is what happened, is they just put together an eShop real quick just to have it at launch. Like, mm. Imagine there's no easy way to see all the games that have been released from day one until now. Yeah. Like, games are freaking buried. Like, re recent releases goes all the way down to, like, Fatal Fury, and that's it. Yeah. Where's Waku Waku 7? Where's, like, a bunch of other games? There, there have to be, like, a new tab with all games. Yeah. I, I think I think this the way it looks now, it's not going to be how it looks in a year. Yeah. So I see, don't think they'll have those. So here, here's the thing. Here's, here's the trick. Here's the trick. Hmm. You can go to... You can go to search, yeah, and then you go to search filters, mm -hmm. and when you hit search filters, oh, you get all forty-one items. Did you just figure this out? Yes, like I just right figured now. this out. Oh, <laughs> and then and then you and then you can go release date new to old. Let's let's say old to new, and it'll it'll give you stuff based yeah. on this is all the games. Yeah, see, these are all the games that are out right now on on the Switch in order of release. Yeah, but whoa, but this is hidden away. I had to press four freaking buttons. Yeah. I had to bring over the, the, the toast menu, or the hamburger menu, and then I had to press on uh, press on search, and then I had to go press down to go to the search filters, press on that, and then press <laughs> for another filter. It's like five, five, six, uh, five, I'm here, I got a notification on my phone. Your monthly summary for Yakub Switch has arrived. Switch burns the control. I'm gonna turn that off. Wait, what is that? I uh, got a not notification for the Switch burns controls app. On oh. The, on the you iOS. Use it? You use it? Yeah, to see I how much. How Nothing. much time you uh, spend just, in a game? I just wanted to check it's it out. In, it's in the system. It's in, in the, the system in the after profile. 10 days. It, and it shows you only the total... Every five towers, yeah. Yeah, uh, but in the parental controls, it shows you every day. Hmm. So if you play like one hour, like if you played one hour today, it would tell you it played one hour. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's, it's showing me like the games that I've been playing recently and stuff like that. But, but you know... <laughs> The way the shop is is right now, it's 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 not good. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely. They'll definitely probably by E three. I feel like they'll they'll like fix it. Show us the new design. No, 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 I think they'll fix it by E three if they release virtual console games on E three. Like if it's something like you know at the end of this direct, Super Metroid is going to be available in the e shop, and then the like the e shop would be. Damn like, you, Nintendo! <laughs> <laughs> I won't buy it again, no. <laughs> and then another thing that sucks is like... It'll be available on your account for download if you bought it. Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> another, <laughs> another thing that sucks is is like friend codes, man. It needs to die. It's, like, it's temporary. It's temporary, said, yeah. yeah. At least, at least they're, they're, they're trying to... Like, it's going to take them a while to get things running the way... The optimal way, mm. let's say. But yeah, it's 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 clear that they've rushed the release of the Switch yeah. in order to like please investors. Yeah. Because um, there's really no other way to explain it. Uh, they had to have something out before the end of the fiscal year, mm. and at least at least they got the momentum on their side. Yeah. They they seem I mean, to be selling out really quick. Yeah. I've, I've read I've read something yesterday that they've been like they've been trying to in order to catch up with demand. They've been using more expensive uh, methods to, to ship yeah, new that was, units. Yeah, that was, uh, it was released today, I think, the article. Today or yesterday? Today, about, about the airplanes. They're using airplanes to ship switches. Really? Yeah, yeah. which is the most expensive way to transport yeah, goods. Yeah, they usually don't use this method. Yeah, but... but uh, are, are they really using it? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was posted on a credible uh, 
Wall Street Journal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. That's big. That's mean the demand is very high. Yeah, uh, and then for Mario Kart 8, it's the fastest selling Mario Kart game ever. Yeah, and it succeeded the Wii U with f for like really? 30, 30, yeah, yeah. There are there are numbers now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it's the fastest selling Mario Kart in history. One out of every two Switch owners has Mario Kart. So so it's fifty percent install base right now. Basically. Damn! <laughs> no, this this for only day one. Yeah, day Damn. one. Yeah. <laughs> so out of out of all two two point something million switches, a million. So so here, here's uh, put this in your mind. How about if they announce at E3 there's a bundled <laughs> switch with Mario Kart? There's actually a Russian bundle. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a Russian it's, bundle. It's, it's been leaked. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is like, you know you know what's crazy? I don't remember the last time I've heard of a device that had a 100 percent install base for like uh, or, game? or hundred uh, percent plus. <laughs> yeah, the plus. Remember, don't like, forget the this plus. This blows my mind. And and now like and and now we have like an old Mario Kart game that is on its way to like doing something similar. You know. Yeah. I like, mean, Splatoon Two is definitely gonna sell a million. Splatoon Two is gonna own Japan. Yeah. That, that's for sure. That, that is for sure. Like Nintendo yeah. will make their money out of that game from Japan by itself. Yeah. I'm pretty confident with that. Mm -hmm. But damn, man! Like, <laughs> it, it, the, like imagine, imagine, like okay, I will say it here in the podcast. Sorry, I go. yeah, go ahead. When they released uh, Splatoon, mm. they were released with uh, Joy Cons, neon green and neon mm. purple yeah. for uh, calamari. Colors, yeah. yeah, from ca ca for calamari. Cal calamari yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they will. No, they will. <laughs> they will. They will. I feel do it. Damn it! Do it! Do it! I feel like they've already announced it. <laughs> yeah, in our mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like imagine it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You already know. We're, we're making Joy-Cons. Yeah, we're, we're, we're making Donkey Kong Country Joy-Cons. Here's, yeah. here's like a pair of brown Joy-Cons with, with red accents. <laughs> this is uh, when so they release evil. Sonic. Here's a blue and red. Uh, here's neon. a blue and red neon yeah. uh, stuff. Here, here you go. And and then. We're announcing the new Joy-Con uh, pouch. <laughs> you saw all your Joy-Cons in it. <laughs> Along with our newly announced you know, multi-Joy-Con like, charger. cases for games. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're collecting Joy-Cons. You gotta collect cases for the Joy-Cons that you're collecting. Yeah. It's gonna be nuts. Like the way, like it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like from a business perspective, like they took their, their they took like a hard they perfected Nintendo's way not just that remember the Franklin stick the the attachment the, the C stick attachment for the 3DS back oh, when it didn't oh, have a C yeah, stick yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. they did that out of they screwed up yeah basically they, they had they had something that they had a feature that was like terribly missing from the from the 3DS that mm. they had to like Frankenstein their way through it you know yeah, yeah. but they, I felt that they learned a lesson from that. And like people will buy modular upgrades. Yeah. And I think this is going forward, this is what they're gonna do. Like going back to what we talked about in the beginning, like for having uh, like joy cons for specific games or for specific experiences. We've seen people do that before. Like we've seen them we've seen them with the with the Wii Motion Plus on yeah. the on the Wii. There are games that required that. It's mm. true that they've been selling Wii Motion Plus controllers. I mean, remotes with 
the games that need them, like for example, Zelda, I think was yeah, yeah they had they, they were selling they were selling it with the motion plus controller, yeah. right? Or at least the the attachment. The special edition, or the special edition had like a golden. Uh, yeah, window. all of that. The, <laughs> yeah. the, just the attachment. Yeah, no, 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 it was it was a Wii Motion Plus Wii Mode. Yeah, if you buy this this special edition, special edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, if you uh, didn't, then you had to buy the attachment. Yeah. But then I think they updated it, like a few months later, where every Wii Mode came with the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. started selling like they stopped with the old models and. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think I think there were games that had Wii Motion. Like I remember there were there were games. Maybe maybe it was Mario Party or what? I don't I don't remember no. That what? That that the game came with a, a Wii Motion Plus enabled. There are several remote. games. Uh, we spot we we party two. We no. We party has a uh, yeah. It does have a. Oh no! It's a regular remote, not with motion. Sorry. We sports two. You mean uh, resort? We resort. Yeah. We yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, that was a showcase for the. Yeah. But yeah, I mean they can they can. Uh, they can get away with stuff like that now. Yeah. I, and, but I feel like another thought about the Switch. I feel like the Switch is Nintendo's answer to all their problems. Like, not all their problems, but like, it's it's what they made after learning all those lessons from the mistakes they've made in the past. You know, like... Um, the Wii U had to exist the way it existed in order to pave its way for the Switch yeah. to yeah. appear in the way that it is right now. Yeah. Because because it gave them a concept in which people had to complain about. Mm. Like, okay, I can't take my Wii U controller to the bathroom. Yeah. Which is a solid use case. And <laughs> they advertised that with in the Germany, Switch. Yeah. They advertised that on the Switch. Yeah, in the Mario Kart uh, ad, yeah. yeah. So they know. Like, based on the data they have, and based on like the con- the, con- the consumer con- complaints and stuff like that, okay, this is something that we need to like take care of <laughs> in order for us to like cover everything basically. Mm. They're starting Nintendo. They are starting to like act different than usual. Mm. Now they have like a. Do you know they have a Reddit account right now? Yeah, they really. They, yeah, <laughs> they created a Reddit account <laughs> and it's uh, verified. <laughs> I feel like they've they <laughs> they've gone wacky. You know, like like the the. The presentation when they showed the switch, like, they, it was wacky, the way they, yeah. they they announced it, and I feel like they're still on that trajectory, which is cool. Their which advertising is like, has changed dramatically. Yeah, yeah, dramatically. I'm kind of glad the Wii U flopped. If this is what we got, because because this is all like a like this is all lessons learned from the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Their uh, marketing and their advertising was yeah. crap with the Wii U. Yeah, the messaging they, was the messaging good. was so messed up. Like UI was horrible. Yeah, even with patches, it didn't fix. The gamepad has an issue. Like all, every issue they had with the Wii U, it feels like they 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 got annoyed at themselves and decided to create this like. Bizarre. What I Wii U. think will be a masterpiece console. Like I feel like the, the Switch has a very high chance of becoming my favorite console of all time. If they cons- like, if next year from now, like they're still releasing like these amazing games and indies are still supporting it, and there's some third-party support, there's a high chance. This is the caveat. Just yeah. as you said, like when I beat Zelda, the first thing I said to myself, okay, so what now? What now? Or what's next? Yeah. I literally had 
no intention of playing anything else after beating Zelda. Mm. But then I started to change my habits of playing games on the Switch. Yeah. Because now I used to I used to even dedicate my home time to play Zelda because I had to dock that thing at home and play. You know, yeah. I wanted to play on my big TV. Like <laughs> when I reached the final boss, yeah, I, or the final encounter, I pretty much stopped playing. I was playing portable. I stopped. I waited until I got home, docked that thing, and started and, and beat the game that way. So now that I've I can play pretty much. I feel confident, confident playing pretty much everything else on the Switch right now on the go. Yeah. I don't need to play my Switch at home. Mm-hmm. So. Gave I, me another option. Yeah, it gave me another option to play the, the the other games, the side games. In my other time that I'm not at home playing my main games, you know. And <coughs> and the thing is, it's so fun to use the device, and and the games that have come out like on it are so fun and it's so snappy like I mean I was playing Pio Pio Tetris all day yesterday and it was constantly on sleep and whenever I felt like playing a quick game you know I switch it on and I go into Pio Pio like it was it's so fast and there's no other console like that and it and I was having so much fun with Pio Pio Tetris like I, I'm at a point in Persona 5 where like there's something that's about to happen and I feel it and I want to play Persona 5, but I spent literally like... Five, six hours. Okay. Not not five, six hours, but like two hours playing uh, Pio Pio Tetris just because I, I wanted to play a, an, an endurance game of Tetris to see how many opponents I could beat. And I was doing so well, like, I didn't stop playing. And then, like, next thing I know, I look at my, like, the, the watch and it's like 1 a.m. It's like, yeah. oh, I guess no Persona today. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's P.O.P.O. Tetris. That's like, I mean, it's an amazing game, but it's not like a story-driven now game or whatever. Now it's the most uh, high score in uh, which site for game scoring? Metac- Metacritic. Metacritic? Or yeah, uh, from, yeah, from users best, it's the high score on, <laughs> uh, on Nintendo Switch games. Yeah. By, uh, like, I don't, I, I, I would, my mind would, I mean, I'm sure there's someone like this, but my mind would be blown if someone who owns a Switch and a PS4 bought P.O.P.O. Tetris for the PS4. Yeah, it's felt so wrong. That's what I love. I love about the Switch. It's like it's encouraged me to buy games I stopped buying for a very long time. Yeah, I'm. I w- I'm sitting at home. What will I buy? Do I buy and play Puyo Puyo Tetris, or will I uh, spend my time playing the Triple A games? Yeah, like and, it's Horizon and, 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 and Persona not, Five. And it's not just the the fact that it's not a Triple A game, but it's not a the kind of game it is isn't. I, I like, don't have to sit, sit in front on the of couch. TV yeah. Yeah, to play it. I it mean, makes sense that you can play it anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's a puzzle game. Like, it's not a game, like, I mean, I would enjoy it on the PS4, but it's not a game I would think of right away to play on the PS4. You know what I mean? Like, Tetris DS, I still, it's, it's the first game I got on the DS, and I still play it on my 3DS. Because, the, like, it's such a great package, and then... Tetris is like such a great puzzle game. And it works on the go. And it works, it's perfect for on the go. The best Tetris yeah. game ever. It's the best game to play on a plane. On a plane, I, I can't play RPGs or anything. Like I can't use my brain because like my nose is stuffy, my feet are swollen. You know, so I just put on Tetris and like time flies by so quick. Here's the thing, here's the thing. We're making a case for smaller games with specific, like specific ways of playing. Yeah. But 
you're actually about to beat a freaking Zelda game, which you played interchangeably on the dock and on the go. Yeah. Do you realize what you're doing? Like, I don't remember the last time I played a AAA game that huge on the go and feeling oh, yeah. comfortable about it. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the that, That's what's glitching my brain right now. Because yeah. usually when you're playing, like, higher-end portable games, like, the last one I, I remember playing and not even beating was Killzone uh, Mercenary on, on, on the Vita. Vita. It's, a, it's, it's fine for what it is, but, yeah. you know... It felt awkward because it's not There's, the kind of game you're used to playing on the go, yeah. you know? And, oh, no, the Vita, nice and the Vita wasn't comfortable enough to play like a first-person shooter. No, because it was missing buttons and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's fine. I mean, you can get used to the, the, the back touch yeah. gimmick. But, <laughs> but it didn't feel, you know, that comfortable. Mm. And then you had games like... I, I wouldn't consider Persona 4 Golden like, the, the, like a AAA game, but it, it made sense portable. Yeah. And then it started to skew towards... Those kind of experiences for, like, for example, playing Uncharted Golden Abyss on the Vita. Like, I didn't hate the game, but it, it didn't... It was very average. It was, I didn't, I, yeah, it was average. I didn't hate it, but I was like, okay, I'd rather play an Uncharted game on a, <coughs> on a like, on a console, yeah. you know? This is the thing I was just about to say. It feels like a lot, like, developers that develop for the Switch know its strengths and design games around that. Not like the fact that the fact that you can save anywhere in Zelda and like the shrines are designed in a way where you can beat them in like short bursts or like the fact that if you feel like on like you feel like on going on like a 10 minute adventure that you can and then you can put the switch away and feel fine about it like developers didn't do that for the Vita this is the I think my I've always said this about the Vita and, and Sony they were trying to design console games for the portable device. Here's what I can, I can... I can rephrase that for you right now. Okay. Zero compromise. Yeah. Developers don't need to compromise their games when they're developing for Switch uh, to give you like a, a good home experience and a good portable experience. Yeah. It's the same. But I mean, forget about Switch for a second. Like, the 3DS, obviously it's not as powerful as, as the Vita, so... Nintendo, Nintendo can't say we're going to try to put a console experience on a portable. But they designed games for its strengths. Mm -hmm. The Vita was powerful, and it could give you console-like -like experiences, but it was never going to be exact. And I don't feel like Sony tried to design around Sony the Vita didn't try at all. Yeah. Sony like didn't try was, at all. There was like yeah. Tearaway, but like Tearaway was, it like came so late in the life cycle that... Yeah. And there was no momentum to it. Like after Tearaway came out, there was nothing else, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's like they it feels like they just wanted to put out a portable console, just to say that they have a portable console. But like Nintendo, they do things like with such purpose, you know. Like the 3DS has two screens. This is its strengths, you know. Like it's not a powerhouse visually, but like with really good art direction, games look great on it, you know. And like bravely, bravely default, for instance, looks amazing on the 3DS. But and and now with the Switch, they're doing the same thing. They're designing games that fit the Switch experience perfectly. But but I'm telling, you, I I feel like they don't need to compromise now. Yeah, they they don't need to. They just need to make a game. That's it. Yeah. Like well, if if they have to design around portability. Yeah. Okay, but but they don't need to compromise from like they don't need to like 
Here, here's the thing. I'm working at Naughty Dog, for example, yeah. and I wanted to make Uncharted for the Vita. Hmm. So I was like, okay, how do we take the, 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 the home console experience and map it to a portable experience? Okay, there are things that we have to compromise. We have to remove this, we have to remove that, we have to make the game shorter because, yeah. you know, typically portable gamers don't game that long as yeah. long as um, like a, on, on a dedicated home console. Mm. Okay, we can we will strip out multiplayer because that thing is not ready for multiplayer. For example, I'm just yeah. Yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm making crap up, but this is probably what's going on in their minds. Okay, we have something that is underpowered and we have to somehow compromise our game design in order for it to fit that purpose. Mm. Even if we're going to throw so much money in production. Yeah. But now you get you get developers like, okay, we can make this one game. We can design elements of it to be portable friendly, like, okay, we can make the player save anytime. So that automatically like makes the game more playable in a portable mode. Yeah. And more okay. friendly portable More friendly game. portable mode. But at the same time we can we don't have to compromise in feature sets because mm. we have a controller that is fully mappable. We don't have any missing buttons. For, except, for the exception of analog triggers, but this is something entirely different yeah. you can design around. But we don't need to compromise on controls. We don't need to compromise on like experience. We don't need to compromise on performance because it's easily it's easy to trade these things, you know. Yeah. But the core experience is going to be the same regardless if you're going to play on 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 portable mode or, or docked. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's truly eye-opening when you first dock that switch on the dock. Man, and it was so amazing when I first docked it and like saw that it worked. Like I think I did it like five times. I now don't leave the house without my switch. Yeah, same here. And when I go back, I just dock it. It just feels natural. And it doesn't feel like a... Uh, a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not cumbersome. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a gimmick. Like It doesn't feel like the dock was an afterthought. Like no, it, no. it works so smoothly and so well. That it, was, it felt like it was a priority. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's the selling point of the device. Like yeah. It doesn't work. Why are you even calling it a switch? I know, but, but a part of me was concerned. Like I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but part of me was concerned that there was going to be some issues with the dock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like what, if, what if it doesn't connect properly when you dock it? And what if you have what to like push it time? down? What if it, what if takes, it takes, takes more than like three seconds? You know? But everything, it works so well. And I mean, it still blows my mind. Like when, when I got Mario Kart 8, I mean, I got it like when it, it was released. But yesterday I was playing in, in portable mode and I was playing online. And like, and it wasn't my hands, and I was just like, I'm playing Mario Kart 8 on a portable. Last time I played Mario Kart 8 was on the console that was like bigger than the Switch, but now it's like on this tiny thing, and it looks amazing, and I'm playing online, and there's no lag, and it's like everything's working so well, like, like it blows my mind. And I can go dock that right now and play it on TV. Yeah. I don't even, it won't even disconnect my online session. It won't even do. Like, it won't zero compromise. Just there it is. It will just uh, tell you press a button for, for the, the controller, controller you yeah. want to use, yeah. and that's it. I mean, it's still. I still have those moments, and it's been a, a little bit uh, like around a month since we've had the console, and I feel like I'll still have that feeling every time a new game comes out. Like when Arms comes out, I'm gonna be like, wow, like I can't believe this is in portable mode. And when Splatoon 2 comes out. I'm going to have the same experience. I'm going to be playing Splatoon 2 online in portable mode. Did you try the beta? Yeah, I did try the beta. 
and I was gonna and I'm gonna be like, wow, I'm playing Splatoon <laughs> on like a tiny ass console. And when like whenever Skyrim comes out, I'll buy Skyrim. And I'll be playing Skyrim on portable mode, and I'll no, be like, you're, you're, "You're a crazy person." <laughs> I'll be like, you're, a you're a crazy person. <laughs> I'll be like, "Holy hell! I'm playing Skyrim on a on portable mode." <laughs> you will play it on the plane. It's gonna be buggy and whatever, like a Bethesda. You're a game. crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it, Skyrim on the go. Like, for, forget that it's Skyrim. It's just gonna be like, like a huge game, a huge AAA game on the go. It's a Skyrim. I played Skyrim uh, after second try mm. and finished it on it's, PC, right? Yeah, yeah, on PC. It's it's really Yagub, It's really a big thing that I'm playing Skyrim on the go. Yeah. I will sit on the plane <laughs> and I'll if oh I have a two for eight hours. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy, man. I'm going to play Skyrim thing, for man. eight hours. Since, since I've gotten the Switch, I've been on a bunch of planes. Mm. Okay, and. I've had my experience playing playing on a plane. Yeah. And yeah, I mean feels nice. I tried I tried using the kickstand which is like totally I wouldn't bull crap. Use, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> Honestly, use it's it's yeah. terrible for airplane cuz yeah. cuz realistically Cause the, the table is shorter. Yeah, it's and lower it's like, yeah. and it's angled really bad. Yeah. Unless you're in first class or something, it, I guess. It's, it's only good for like cover for the micro SD card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I use the kickstand yeah. at work. Like when, like if you see that picture of four of us, like yeah, yeah. around, like the thing Leaning over, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's fine for it like works. basic. I'm so it happy works. it works. Yeah, it works, but it's not perfect. It's not ideal. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, like playing on the plane, I'm I'm usually on portable one day, yeah. anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but yeah, it it's, makes sense. It's easy to carry around. It's okay. It's a bit. It's a bit wide. I'm, but. I mean, you need a case either way. You need a way. case, yeah. yeah. Well, with the case, it's not that big of an issue. Yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been having so much fun using it. I've, it's it's one of my favorite consoles right now. I haven't had fun with a console like this yeah. since the Dreamcast. Yeah. Like the Dreamcast yeah. for me was a special case because I I loved the games that came out for it. Mm. But this is giving me like a new use case for my gaming life. You know. If if they announce at E3 that all Every content we bought on the Wii U is available to download on the Switch. <laughs> no, no, they won't make it. I'm gonna like the Switch will that day become my favorite console. You, of all time. you will rebuy it. <laughs> yeah, you will rebuy it. What yeah. <laughs> the same case with my, uh, I'm, 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 other game with, I'm, with Mario Kart? I'm still, I'm, I'm still hoping. I mean, like, I'm still hoping. <laughs> I'm still being positive because they got so much right with the Switch. Mm. They just have to continue, like getting things right. It's like it's like you know, um, it's like an, a super old dude who invited a bunch of teenagers to a party. <laughs> These teenagers are like the life of the party, but this old dude is like <coughs> still making wrong decisions. <laughs> you know? Because he's yeah. an old dude. Yeah, he's an old dude, <laughs> and like everyone in the party is using Snapchat, and he's still like using. AOL is the messenger, <laughs> and like it, it, it's clear. Like there are some certain aspects of the Switch that really need to be improved, mm. but the overall experience is, I think, it's solid, and I think they're on the right path, or right path to like making another great Nintendo, like console. Mm. And it's weird to call it a console, like at this point, like I don't know what it is anymore. They say it's, it's a console, so we have to. I've been spending most of my time carrying it around, like. You're carrying it for 
if there is like a, any chance if you want to play it. Exactly. But most of the time I carry it without playing. I don't do this with my phone. Like I have my phone, <laughs> I have games on my phone. I don't play games on my phone. Yeah. I just have games. I have four folders of games installed on my phone right now that I don't even yeah, I have think of playing. Just in case. Yeah, yeah I never exactly. Play but just now, in case, after exactly. having the Switch, I'm not thinking about touching my phone if I want to play. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I was going to say something. About the um, games? About, about, about the Switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I know the Switch just came out, but I hope whatever Nintendo's next console is going to be is just a Switch. Like the same thing, except more power. Switch to yeah, 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 more, yeah, yeah. more batteries. I, I, Switch I, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I got what I've done. He's just put that out there, and now they're actually gonna consider Switch it for real. You? New Switch U plus <laughs> you. New Switch You know U there's like some old Japanese guy at Nintendo going like This is, <laughs> yeah, this is the old Japanese guy who invited a bunch yeah. of teenagers using Snapchat. You know? Oh my god. Creep, creepy old man. But yeah. I can't I can't think of any other console that would be better than this. Did you see how like like um, Nintendo in the past created the joystick with the D-pad mm. and the buttons? Mm. The Switch is like a new innovative yeah. way to play video games. I think, in, that's my thoughts. I, I'm not sure it will be happen or not, but I think most of the companies will go in that direction from now on. Maybe they will consider it if it gets successfully very much. Um, and I would think Nintendo will continue in that path. They, yeah. they won't go back to a, like just, a home uh, yeah, console. A home yeah. console and a portable console, each one with its separate library of games. Yeah. It won't happen. I agree. Like it's it's such a like it it's worked so well, and there it wouldn't make sense to go back to uh, yeah. to separating the two. It came yeah. at a, as a combination of of their different experiments over the years. Like since the GameCube, which is like the last traditional console that they've m made. Yeah, they've went on to like innovate in different aspects. Like for example, with the Wii. Here's trash. Here's a trash hardware that can that can give you a new way to play, play video games. games. Yeah. So now you have the motion controls, and everyone tried to copy that, and we know the story. Mm. And then on the Wii U, they're like, okay, here's here's another trash piece of hardware that can stream your games to like a separate to your, to your controller, basically, and adds like a second screen experience, mm. which didn't work out well for the console itself, but. It paved the way for the Switch, which is basically a home console that can be played portably that has motion controls and comes like you know, and and it has the the weird Wii U sort of like here's the screen right on your gamepad, you know. Yeah. But instead of like only streaming video, you're actually holding the device completely in your hands. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a combination of all these efforts in trying to innovate. And it took them a good 15 years to get there. Yeah. You know, I mean, not 15 years. Well, when was the when was the Wii out? 2008? No. No, before. 2000, 2000, no, 2006. 2006. 2006. Yeah. It's 2017 right now. So, 11, 12 years. 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. And uh, and two two consoles, like one successful one, like one super successful, like insanely successful one, and one really bad launch, you know, yeah. one bad uh, cycle. Uh, and they came up with this. And initially, it seems to be doing really well, and I hope, like, I hope that they continue. Yeah, they continue with the success. Because there's there's a chance that it will flop, 
if they don't like uh, just the like uh, yeah Patrick said that if they not like uh, constantly releasing uh, the good games yeah. in, a, in a very like measured space in t- the way they're time, doing it yeah, now yeah. every month there's going to be a new game yeah a big yeah. Nintendo yeah, game yeah a big yeah. Nintendo game and kind of big Nintendo yeah, yeah but they need su- uh, they, they need support I don't think they need like a lot of third party support that's but why they're, they they're courting they're courting they're courting indie, indie yeah. developers right now and they have their like the most popular engines working mm. on the Switch so yeah. it's easy for them to to sort of like port their games like I hope when FIFA comes out in September, like I hope it sells well, because if it sells well, then EA is going to focus. Because video, um, video like sports, video games sells like a lot of consoles. Yeah. Like Madden in the US is super popular. FIFA in Europe is super popular. Yeah. So if a sports game sells well on the Switch, and an EA game which they like ditched the Wii U, uh, like unprecedented the, uh, partnership. Yeah. So if they, if <laughs> it, is it basically doesn't exist. Yeah. If they, if they, uh, if they start selling FIFA a lot, then EA is going to come back to the but, Switch but, and then you know release, hopefully release uh, Battlefield and stuff like that. And I, I highly doubt they could release mm-hmm. Battlefield, but but I mean at least Madden and like FIFA and like their other sports games. Okay, here's here's, here's the catch. Um, you can't just like release a game on the switch just for the name you have you have to really actually work on it very hard like make it very good game yeah to sell yeah yeah. so uh, they have to market yeah they have not just marketing they have to work on it uh, in a good way that's work very smooth on the switch because if it's if if they made a bad game Let's assume they made it a bad game mm. and it doesn't sell well. Mm. So it will say like, look, we made an EA and nobody bought it. Yeah. It's not the console's uh, fault. It's your fault. Yeah, you I have f- to do I, it. I actually feel like that's what happened on the Wii U. I can't remember, but I, um, I think like the Mass Effect 3 port on the Wii U wasn't that good. Uh, I can't remember, but I don't think like EA worked like I, I feel like EA saw the hardware that Nintendo was using and just didn't bother trying to do anything. Not only EA with the Wii U case, not only the yeah, most of the companies. I mean, it. yeah, but I mean, like Ubisoft supported it for most of its cycle mm-hmm. until like the end. But yeah, Ubisoft is like the best friend, everyone's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> like they will, they will, they will throw their efforts at anything to try to make. Mm. Like money out of it. Like oh, another game I'd like to see sales numbers of when it comes out is Minecraft. Yeah. Because Minecraft on the Switch would be like a really good. It's Microsoft making that Nintendo money. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I'm, ne- I'm really not sure about this game. I, I'm Minecraft? not a Minecraft player. I'm mm. not a Minecraft player. Yeah. And I won't buy it on the Switch. Yeah. Um, like I wonder. Start, I, yeah. I, I, so I'm wondering, all the people who, are, who they love Minecraft and played it, will they buy buy it again for the Switch? Yes. Because really? I yeah, because I I owned it, I have it on the Xbox 360, and I played that version. It's one of my most played games, and I and I, I I'm not a creative Minecraft player. Like I don't play creative mode. I play survival, survival. mode, but I don't play to because you can beat the game. 
but I don't play to beat the game. I play to like I have my village that I built that I defend from like uh, like creatures at night. Like I explore the world and try to find like new materials to build like new villages and stuff like that. It's just a game where I can switch off my brain and play for like 10, 20 minutes before bed or something like that, and it relaxes me. If I can do that on the switch while I'm in bed, like I'll just sleep with the switch like over my head. But you know? here's the thing: like <laughs> Minecraft is out on everything. Yeah. Like I've seen kids here in Kuwait with an iPad Mini running around it's, playing Minecraft. It's, it's like, constantly the number one best-selling game on the but App Store. Would a kid with an iPad would want to still play Minecraft on a switch? If you have, that's yeah. the thing. If if Dix, if he's having like us, like with our phones, because we're having such positive experiences with the Switch, we don't play phone games as much anymore, mm. you know? Like, I have, like you were saying, like I have multiple folders of games on like my iPhone, and they're good games, and games I've paid for, Yeah. that I haven't touched in like months, and I, I'm not planning on touching now that like the Switch is out and I'm playing like games that I love, like on, in portable mode, mm -hmm. you know? So if they release like Minecraft on the Switch and there's a kid that's loving his Switch and he has a choice between the two, I think he'd stick to the Switch. Because don't forget, he could also dock it if he wants to play on TV. Yeah, yeah, that's, a good, yeah. That's, a, that's a strong point, yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> I a, forgot that, about that. <laughs> that's a good point. Because even if you're going to use like... And another, another uh, positive is you can play multiplayer split screen. On the go. On the, on the go or like... Say like for instance, if I had a son, or if you like with your son and your son's into Minecraft, and like you you're not into it, but you want to spend time with them, you could be like dock the the switch. Let's play Minecraft together. There, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a strong case. They yeah. still play it on PlayStation Three. Yeah, because even even on an iPad, if you're gonna play Minecraft on a TV using something like AirPlay, yeah, it's still laggy. Yeah, mm. so it's not ideal. Yeah, well, that's a and strong case. And you have case. Con a con See, control, uh, and you have control controller. Support. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a strong case. Like dock, docking the the thing, being able to dock. And, so I, easily. I, and we already know that they have like the Nintendo theme. Yeah. And the, the, the Nintendo version. Stuff. Yeah. So you have like the Mario World theme. That's you know, what I like that Mario stuff. <laughs> like the, the the Switch. I feel like us specifically the Switch has come like at a very perfect time like we're all married we're all like busy schedules yeah we all and have busy all, schedules most of the time like out and about like yeah the, the only time the only like good time i can get to play long games these days are on weekends yeah. and, like early mornings mm. yeah. like i wake up I mean, early morning to play longer games <laughs> yeah like luckily for me my working hours aren't that hectic so i can stay until like 1 2 p 1 or 2 a.m. to play a game but I start later than usual like when I was younger you know you play video games like in the evenings or whatever like starting from 6 or you know but like now that I'm married and I want to spend time with my wife yeah. I don't start playing until like maybe 9 or 10 yeah you know so my like gaming time is just like pushed forward exactly yeah same thing here like I have to compromise but like uh, sorry I, I yeah. don't mean to cut you off but okay. like uh, I, I didn't continue my thought <laughs> so now like when uh, when when I'm picking up my wife from yoga class I can like get there early play on the switch wait for her to come out 
And then you're exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like several days ago, uh, I went to the, with my wife uh, outside, uh, yeah. and she suddenly remembered. Oh, I have to go to that place. I have to pick something up, but mm. I don't know how much time I, <laughs> I will spend Take there. Take your time, <laughs> like, sweetheart. Okay, no problem. <laughs> she said, "Okay, are you gonna wait in the car?" <laughs> I said, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> She, I'm just gonna she, read the news she, she, on my phone. Yeah, she was like, and then I to see me in the distance to the camera. I was like, bye bye, waving bye bye. I take it out of my stage in the back, start playing Poyo Poyo. I have another example. And, and uh, Binding of Isaac. Yeah. I was like switching between them. I'm having. Oh, I finished the stage and I, I died in Binding of Isaac. Yeah. I'm very sad right now. I have to play like, a happy game. Play, play, Tetris, here I come. You know? Yeah. She was was calling. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've been late. Just give me more time. I have to like check this stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> I will for you as long as I can. <laughs> No, no, as long as my charge. <laughs> Here's the thing. The, one of my trips was, was to Dubai. And my wife likes to like take her time shopping. So I was like, okay. You can walk around like a Zara or whatever. And go look around uh, for different clothing and stuff like that. I'll just follow you around and play Zelda. I did that. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I'm comfortable. Like screw everyone who's like watching me. Like who's this weirdo following his following his wife <laughs> playing playing console. something? Yeah, I was like ah, screw you. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy playing Zelda while she takes her time shopping. I don't have to like make her feel bad because yeah. she's taking a long time to pick something to, to wear. You know, mm. but the use cases are there. Like especially yeah. for for grown-ups who are like married and have like uh, hectic li- like lifestyle and. Uh, not much time to play games at home these days like yeah. as much as we want yeah it's been a saving grace for us even, even for kids think about it um, it will be very fun for him to have to own a switch it's it's, it's like i'm thinking about this scenario i'm like going out to the living room and see my son playing on his switch whatever yeah. game he's playing let's go we're going to our family gathering mm. he was like he will like <laughs> uh, like switch mode. <laughs> yeah. Picking up his console, he put it in the bag. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. He, ha- he doesn't have. He's, he's like sometimes in our home when we want to go for family. Can I take the Wii U? Can I take the PlayStation Three? <laughs> uh, okay, let me help you. Bring the bag. Yeah. Let's the cable management. Yeah. yeah cable. Now it's it will be. I want. Simple. I want to be. A 12-year-old kid in high school, or 13-year-old kid in high school, or mm. middle school, whatever. Uh, how, how it's middle it? school, I think, yeah, middle if school. you're 12. I want to be, I want to be that that age, and have a switch. Like taking a switch to school. Oh, I don't oh think, no, you'll be gone. I, I, I don't think I would take it. <laughs> yeah, to me too. We, I've taken my my Game Boy and Game Gear to school. Like I, I snuck them past mm. security like multiple times. No, the thing is, I don't trust other kids with like. <laughs> You know? <laughs> no, I'm saying like in a day and age where like kids probably take their smartphones with them to school. Like, oh, I yeah, don't know. I, yeah. So mm. so it's not gonna be that big of a difference if you take a switch with you. To be honest. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <coughs> except for the school rules, maybe they won't allow it. <laughs> Who cares? Doing. Wait, hold on. Speaking of school rules, when I was in school, CD players weren't allowed in school. That's I, how old I am. 
Yeah, I mean, I had to had to carry cassette players with me all the time. I've had I've had that experience. I carried once a, a video game magazine, EGM. Yeah. And I don't know how, but one of the teachers saw me with it, and he was like. Come here, boy! You're not allowed to have it. Yeah, well, it's just a video game magazine! Dude, you weren't hardcore. I had photocopied papers, like pictures of... Uh, Special of, moves of, of, and stuff? Of, yeah, of Mortal Kombat fatalities and... Holy crap, that, I did that too. And, not just that, I had them... Um, uh, laminated? Laminated. <laughs> Oh, okay. I had them laminated so it, w- it wouldn't tear easily. Yeah, I, I could take- hold them in the rain and like <laughs> recite the super, like the the, the 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 Johnny Cage fatality. You know. Yeah, I didn't take it that far. Yeah, I took it that far. I took it way hard. <laughs> uh, no, no, I I take it, make it far, but in another way. I was like having a note, <laughs> whereas in every page, I li- I write in the at the top the title of the game, and then I like. Uh, Clip all the papers related to this game, and I fold them <laughs> for this specific page. So the note from 50 pages, it felt like 200 pages, and each each page have its codes and walk and like Walked the through. data I want from this game and this specific page with several papers. <laughs> that my, pop my, my the second half, like the last the, the last half of my French notebook. My French class notebook was KOF 2000 combos. <laughs> but yeah, um, Switch is really cool. I love it so much. Um, I hope to see more games. Like, I don't want to see like straight up ports. What's your next big game on the Switch? Arms, man. Arms. Arms? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm super into that. Like, yeah, did you see the Helix? Noodles. Helix uh, DNA guy? DNA, DNA man? DNA man is the Japanese name. Oh, Helix is the... Helix is the... the man, English I've heard one. Japanese names. DNA man. It sounds like so like... <laughs> that character... That trailer was so funny. I, I, I loved it so much. Have you seen, have you seen the trailer? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. That guy sounds like a chicken. <laughs> he moves like a... He was like a flimsy rubber man. Uh, I love it so much. I'm waiting for Splatoon. Splatoon, yeah. After, after trying it in the beta uh, with the portable first, then yeah. I tried it docked. Oh my god, the docked with the pro controller is something else. Yeah. <coughs> it doesn't compare to the portable. What, the controller? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the controller is it's one of my favorite controllers. It was so good. Yeah. So I'm really waiting for it right now. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, Edge has a feature in it uh, this for month arms, for yeah. ARMS. Yeah. It's, it seems that they're really enjoying it. Did they mention if there's, there's going to be a single-player campaign? I'm, I'm guessing I'm there guessing be. there is, because if it's similar to how... I don't know why it reminds me of Punch-Out, but if it's similar to Punch-Out, I'm sure there's going to be like some light com- yeah, campaign. This game is like, to me, it's like the evolution of Punch-Out. Yeah. But it has like legit fighting game mechanics in it. Like they had a tournament. The yesterday. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw, saw that there was a tournament, was, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, was I watched so like, like one um, one uh, match. I was like, "What? There is a tournament?" <laughs> yeah. I told How? you guys like this game is probably gonna be like esports if, if they if they if they properly plan the game and balance it well. Like you will see this game pop up in Evo. I don't know if it's gonna be like a main tournament, but definitely for sure there's gonna be side tournaments for it. Especially Nintendo, they will make it. Even if <laughs> they can push for it. They, can, they yeah. can push for it if there's like I've seen like recently a lot of fighting game uh, community people like Justin Wong and you know 
people who are really prominent fighting game players, mm. they've been looking at ARMS and saying like, okay, this game looks interesting because it has all the basic fighting game mechanics. Like, okay, throws beat blocks, anti-airs, there are special attacks that, that are designed to like hit characters that are coming up, coming from above. Yeah. Um, footsies and like distance and, and, and using your tools in order to like, there's depth in the game. Yeah. Like the, the fighting game depth is there. But the game doesn't have a strong case for it right now because it's not out and it hasn't been around for tournaments and stuff like that. In order, to, like Tekken, Tekken Seven is being played in the U.S. in tournaments, and the game isn't even out on consoles yet. But I mean, it's an arcade game, isn't it? It's an arcade game. Yeah. They've been taking the arcade cabinet with them around, touring it around uh, yeah, yeah. tournaments, and they've been recently using, I think, PS3 builds or maybe PC builds for tournaments. But the game isn't out yet, and it's been playing in tournaments. It be, it's being played uh, um, in tournaments, so. Nintendo needs to do something similar mm. in order for them to like spread awareness of the game, and it, I think it has so much potential. And I think this is like one of the one of the biggest games I've been waiting for on the on the Switch since they announced it. It's really interesting, yeah. and mm -hmm. I like new IP Nintendo. Yeah, I love the, the art style, like Splatoon, and then Arms. Like the character designs here, like they're different and yet so familiar. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and they and they and they're like totally two different games. I like the diversity. Like we're gonna get a fighting game. We're gonna get a shooter. A shooter. Splatoon. We're gonna get. We got a racing, racing game. Mario Kart. And we're gonna. We got like a huge, really adventure. huge adventure game. Yeah, and we're about to get a really huge platforming game. <laughs> and we're gonna have a huge <laughs> hack and slash game. Uh, huh? Oh, Fire Emblem. Did you forget? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Fire Emblem funny. Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, the diversity in their catalog is it's getting there. Yeah. And this is just year one. It's Nintendo's like, okay, no one's going to do or uh, like, support us with their games. Okay, we'll do everything. <laughs> and I still can't believe they're insisting on releasing Xenoblade um, Two. Xenoblade Two this year. Like, if this actually happens, like this this launch is this launch year is nuts. Yeah. It's incredible. If that happens, I mean. Let's assume, let's assume Odyssey doesn't get delayed or... I, I don't think they'll delay Super Mario, but It like, will be very important at that time. Exactly. It will be like after... Switch is going to be like a Christmas. hot yeah, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. They're releasing it for Christmas. The Switch will be oh, selling man. like pancakes. <laughs> wow. People will want to eat it at if, breakfast. <laughs> if, if, if Mario Kart sold that much in one day and Zelda sold that much in one day, for just 2.75 million and, switches. And Super Mario is bigger than Zelda and is bigger than Mario. Like, Super Mario is the biggest Nintendo game. Yeah. Is the attach rate going to be one-to-one? -one? <laughs> like, no matter how many switches are out by then, everyone, like, will everyone own Super Mario? And then they're, they're going to have bundles There is a big well. chance, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have bundles If they well. bundle it for Christmas uh, buyers? Yeah. Well, because I feel like... Because the way they're releasing their games is so smart, like they're like one month spaces between each game, and each game is big, and it gives enough breathing space for the game to perform. Yeah, and and the indie games that are have been coming out have been pretty decent and stuff. Like it's like this year one of the Switch is going to be like unbelievable. Okay, indie games you're waiting for on the Switch. Pocket Rumble, Stardew Valley. Uh, I'm dying okay, for Stardew uh, Valley. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Steam World Dig 2. Or that. Oh, wait, 2? Oh, oh, not Steam World Dig. Wait, oh, no. 
SteamWorld Dig too. Yeah, yeah, yeah SteamWorld. Oh wait, that's uh, Steam Heist. SteamWorld Heist was yeah, the, yeah. Oh, the second Heist. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Dig Two was the next game. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for Pocket Rumble. Pocket Rumble is a the a fighting game. game. Yeah, it's a fighting game that that it's a huge throwback to like New Geo Pocket uh, fighting is games. Is there is there is there anyone working on that game with with like fighting game pedigree? Like I'm not sure, but none of them. Or is it like, just like an indie game, studio? Yeah, so it's, it's a small indie studio. Oh, okay. But like they they specifically like targeted that art style because they're huge fans of the New Geo Pocket Fighters. Yeah. And like it'll, New Geo Pocket fighting games were really fun. It'll be interesting to see if like an indie d- developer could release like a good fighting game. Like the game, <coughs> the game is out on Steam, <coughs> Steam Early Access, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. But um, but I I want the Switch version because you know. The game makes. I, I've played New Geo Pocket uh, fighters. Uh, fighters for a long time, mm. and I enjoyed them so much. Portable. And this seems to be like Thing another is, one of those. There's so many good indie games coming out on the Switch. Like, forget about Stardew Valley. And Five dollars, Chemical. Yeah, is that ain't good? Chemical is like Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, yeah, it's I like know. Or Zelda. They will finish it, but there is a, like I heard there is a, like a value. There, there, there are playing. There's, yeah. there's yeah. the replay value because you unlock yeah, characters. Yeah, because you unlock characters, so each time you will play with a different size. It's five dollars. Like you yeah. can't go wrong with with it. Looks, it looks yeah, decent. I, I bought uh, Binding of Isaac for forty dollars. I'm I'm having a blast. Yeah, with I love Binding of Isaac. Isaac, and then there is um, that game that's like Advanced Warfare. Yeah, uh, didn't release uh, yet. Yeah, not advanced. Uh, Wait, it, ad- ad- the, the advanced wars. Yeah, adva- advanced wars. Yeah, uh, yeah, it didn't release yet, but it looks really promising. Yeah. Mm. What else? In that video that they released, there was a couple that I looked like that, that I saw that were like very interesting. Um, like I picked up Wonder Boy on the on oh the man, Switch. Wonder Boy is so good. I'm planning on picking up uh, Sonic uh, Sonic Mania on on the Switch. Yeah. I'll probably get Sonic Forces on on PC, but uh, Sonic Mania on Switch is like totally makes sense. Yeah, I agree. You you guys haven't seen how the menu looks when you have like a ton of games? Yeah, there's a folder. You get you get a software folder. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so it shows everything outside and inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. You got Bomberman R? Yeah. And did you try the game after the patch? Yep. It runs very smoothly. Sixty frame. I mean, I'm happy for multiplayer, but I'm like happy with all my games. Like there yeah. isn't a game here that I'm not happy with. Even one to switch, like whenever my uh, wife's Nine gamers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like even my my wife's uh, little brother, he plays PlayStation Four. Oh, a lot. okay. Um, but like whenever we just want to play like a quick game and like just have like silly fun, we just put one to switch because they have like the. I mean, the one we play a lot is the the cowboy uh, uh, shoot 'em up one. Yeah. We, we play that a lot, and there's like maybe there's maybe like four games, mini games, we constantly play, and we don't get bored hmm. because it's you're just having like very like dumb fun. The problem I think with one two switch is the pricing. Like yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's like a fifty dollar game yeah. or something. I got it with the switch, like it was a bundle with the with the order that I got. Oh, okay, cool. So so like you don't feel that guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean you have like. <clears throat> Neo Turf Masters. How about uh, how about uh, something Blast Zero? Oh, oh yeah, it's um, it's good if you like if you like Blast, uh, what's Blaster called? Master. Blaster Master. Blaster yeah. Master. If you like that those kind of like old school NES platformers and stuff, it's really good. Uh, and it's a mix of like uh, like it's like a two D shooter, and then you enter caves because you have a car and you like drive your car around, and then you can get out of your car and enter like mini dungeons. And then the perspective changes from like 2D to like isometric, 
where you're behind your character and you're like shooting Rumble games, like the Rumble games, and uh, and it's yeah. and it's kind of like it has Metroidvania elements. So like if you uh, there's some doors you can't uh, or some rocks you can't blow up, you have to like find a specific missile for and stuff like mm. that. So it's a good game. Sounds interesting. But I, I didn't play it much because when when that came out, I was still playing Zelda and I was playing the Sky of Five, and then I stopped playing the Sky of Five when. Uh, when Persona 5 came out and I was playing like Zelda and Persona 5 you know yeah. um, but like yeah Wonder Boy I've been Wonder Boy's amazing I stopped playing it because now there's Pew Pew Touches and there's like Mario Kart 8 but you, like you, you need to slow down yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like like the collection of games that I have like there isn't a game here that I look at and I'm like crap I can't believe like I spent money on yeah. that you know? <laughs> okay <clears throat> it's a good diverse uh, yeah. catalog that they have right now um, even like two months into release um, or one, one month into release uh, yeah I think I think they're, they're, they're doing they're doing fine mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I hope they continue till the end of the year I, I agree anyways I think uh, we can wrap things up mm-hmm. for this episode um, it's been a fun chat it's good good talk good insight like for like one month later mm. yeah the aftermath there is actually like since we're ending, I'll I'll mention like my only major issue with the switch right now is um, Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, Wi-Fi is not that great. It's yeah. I, I don't understand like what the. I like, rarely have three bars or I, four bars. Like my I have a router that's in my living room, that's not far away from from where the dock is. But whenever I put my switch in the dock, it it can't connect to the Wi-Fi. You have to re- reboot the... I, no, no, no. It, it, it doesn't reach... The, the router is apparently far enough. When I move the router close to the dock, or if I play in portable mode and I'm close to the router, it connects. Oh. Yeah, mm. the, I felt like, like they cheapened out on the, on I, the radios. I, I hope... No, I hope it's software and not hardware. We don't Sounds like a cheap radio yeah. to me. <laughs> Honestly. Because it's not consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, for me, it's consistent as long as I'm close to a router. As long as there's like a router, like an arm's length. My arm's switch... length is not a good thing, man. It's not a good distance. <laughs> arm's length is not a good distance, man. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I'm not yeah, defending yeah. it. Is, yeah. It's an issue. But I think I think like there's some certain components in the switch they had to like cut costs with. Like, yeah. Maybe I mean Wi-Fi radios is like one of the things that you really don't want to cut costs with. <laughs> you want you but, want a consistent experience. But the positive is it connects to five uh, gigahertz. Yeah, it connects to five gigahertz. Download speeds are really fast. Yeah. that's really good. Oh man, it it blows PSN out of the water. Like in this kind of functionality, yeah. not the more the complex stuff. <laughs> but like I mean, I was it's downloading. Surpri- there there are like legit. Things that surpri- that are surprising that when you find out, like, oh, this is this is nice. It downloads fast. I mean, it's like it, like I was downloading the Prey demo on the PS4, and it's like 13 gigabytes, and like, damn, it's 13 it, gigabytes. Yeah, because it's like the first first hour of the game. Apparently, it's a it's a big chunk of the beginning of the game. Okay, and I saw that it needed three hours to download, so I put it in rest mode because it would download faster. And I went and I like played on Switch. I think I uh, like I woke up my PS4. I checked the time left, and it was like 45 hours. I was like, "What the crap, Sony? Like, what the hell?" Yeah. And I had to pause, resume, pause, resume. 
Pause. <laughs> this is this is this is like this is like the modern age. Uh, put the disc on the PS One and flip it upside down. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hope for it. Hope for it to read. And then and then I would get the download speed to like say like four hours, and I was like, can I make it go faster? Or should I like? I feel <laughs> no, like don't I'm gambling. Don't, 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 yeah. don't It's like it's like I'm playing like blackjack or something. It's like okay, should I pause, resume, pause, resume? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's. Uh, it's but I mean, with the Switch, like I downloaded Mario Kart 8. It was like a 6.7 gigabyte file, like pretty I, quickly. I downloaded it at work. Yeah. Took. I didn't feel the time pass. Like I was already doing other stuff. But mm. yeah, by the time by the time. Uh, um, I, I, I was done with, with, with work. I checked my switch and it was downloaded. Anyways, um, let's wrap things up. Yep. Switch is great. Yep. Enjoy your switch. Um, I'm really looking forward to more games on the switch. More games on the switch. I'm looking forward to seeing how it develops. Like yeah, software-wise, um, you, you like user interface um, support, uh, consumer opinions, like. Sales figures like this is going to be really interesting to to track and watch. I'm I'm really looking forward to E3 because like because they I have there's so many surprises. Yeah, they in have the event. They have like a major game for every month this year. So whatever they announce at E3, I feel like will start from January. So we'll have a schedule of games for next. Like if they release a schedule of games next year where they're like January we're getting like whatever Donkey Kong Smash Con. yeah or no I think well, Smash will come sooner they, they than should expected. Really, the thing is would they release two major games in one month I or don't is, think they will make or it. is or is or is because Splatoon is coming out in July right yeah August is a free month I don't think there's a major game oh, coming out in Smash. August so what if Smash is coming because if it's just a port it's just a port yeah. you know. Um, they they saved they're saving the announcement for E3. Yeah, for the and hype. and then there's imagine the start of the direct with <laughs> the Smash logo. Here's the Smash with all the DLC. Yeah, you got and it will go down. And then, oh man. And then, um, so, and then I have also heard. Uh, remember, there was a rumor about the Raving Rabbids. Uh, yeah, the the cross uh, with the Mario. I today I was reading tweets from like a reliable source who. Emily Rogers. Yeah, who said like there's a lot of. She's been hearing a lot of positive things about it, and that Nintendo are giving Ubisoft f some freedom with the game, so Ubisoft can go like in a more like wacky, crazy direction. And that worked nicely for them for games like. Um um, uh, who did they recently like give like so much freedom oh, their uh, IP um, the Hyrule Warriors yeah Hyrule Warriors yeah. was a good example because it actually felt like a Warriors game yeah but at the same time it didn't like tarnish the Zelda brand you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping for a Metroid game <laughs> <laughs> yeah the five Retro, Retro the, Studios look, has been working on a game for four years. It has to be Metroid. <laughs> there's no way Donkey Kong would take four years. See, to see, personally, I am a member of two clubs. The Shenmue Club and the Yakuza Club. Yeah. The Shenmue Club, there's only like five of us yeah. who really like Shenmue. Mm. Like, I love and hate Shenmue at the same time. Yeah. Okay? But there's like only f like five of us who apparently like Sega wouldn't wouldn't want to make a game for us. Yeah. Yakuza recently we've we've been recruiting more members for like <laughs> since the games have been getting release dates. Yeah. Surely maybe one and year it, later. And they're remaking the first Yakuza game, right? Yeah. Th not it's, not it's zero, a year old already. 
Yeah. Wait, what? In Japan? Yeah, yeah. in Japan, yeah. Oh, they released We're getting, we're getting all these games like a year later, oh. which is fine. Better late than like, never. Because there's like, there's like now instead of 50, there's like we're 50,000 now. Okay? <laughs> you know we're stronger. You yeah. know what? I want to quiz a game on my Switch. <laughs> I think well, wait, there's a better on, chance of on. getting that. Wait, didn't wasn't the Yakuza guy on stage for the Switch event? Mm. There was a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Sega Negoshi, guy. I think Negoshi was there. Yeah. yeah, he was there. He said they were working on a game, or they're going to be working on games. But so Yakuza Zero for the Switch. Yakuza, Yakuza One and Two for the summer. Yakuza One and Two were were remastered uh, for the Wii U. Really? In Japan? Yeah, but it was the PS2 games remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the remake. What engine are they using for the remake? They it, it's all in house. Oh, in house. It's all their their tech. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Hmm. So Metroid Dream E3 Yakuza. <laughs> I don't think so. We'll see Metroid. I, I I love Metroid. <laughs> believe me, believe me. I love Metroid so much, but it has man, to be like so, there's Metroid Four. You guys Metroid are behind. nitpicking so much. Give me a Wario game. Yeah, this is, this is like my most requested Nintendo game that I've had for a long time. Like, like a I Wario want, platformer? Wario platformer. Like no, make a new happen. one. Unless they give it to like an indie developer. Why? They already have the team behind all the Wario mini games. I don't already. want no no, I don't no, want the WarioWare game. No, Wario is fine. The WarioWare is fine. I want the I want a platformer. Platformer. I mean the last one was on the Wii. The shake... Uh, yeah, shake it. Yeah, shake it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've only recently started playing that. I mean, mm. um, through emulation. Yeah. And it seemed fine, but I didn't like the controls. Yeah. They, like, it didn't need to have motion controls. Yeah. So now make one that makes sense on the, <laughs> on the Switch. Yeah. So, I don't know. WarioWare, shake it. Or, or make a Waluigi game. Yeah. Make a Waluigi well, game. Like what, I'm, what I'm curious about is if they'll announce 3DS games for next year. And that will annoy me so much. Yeah. Same Especially here. the rumors about the uh, Mario Luigi All-Star. Uh, All-Star. But I mean, wait, what, you mean so, the RPG? Yeah. Not All-Star, Superstar. It's Superstar, yeah. DX. It's but, I mean, but I mean, mm. oh wait, there was a DS game. Wait, yeah. DS games. They can't release it on the Switch. Because I was thinking, what if it's a port? Because they released DS games on the Wii U, so I was like, what if they did it for the Switch? But it wouldn't work. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so... Uh, think One we'll, more thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you do it. No, no, no. Sure? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a fun episode. Um, We're really, really loving the system. We want to talk about yeah. it much more. Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Just... Real quick, around. Mm. If there's one game Nintendo announces at E3, what would you want it to be? A really RPG Paper Mario. A real R Paper Mario RPG? Like the Thousand Deer Door mm. RPG style? Yeah. I want that. I gave you what my mind wants. Yeah, Wario. Wario. That's Platform. what my mind wants. Yeah. My heart. <laughs> my heart. Yes. <laughs> Yes, sing for me. <laughs> yes, it wants Wind Waker HD. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you don't want a new IP? You no. don't want a sequel for some game? You want no, no, a port? No. See, see, of see, a, see, a port of a port. <laughs> a port but, of a port. But, but, with more but, shine. <laughs> <laughs> with more boom. Yeah. Like, put, like, blast it all the way up. But yeah. no, no, seriously. My, I want, I want, like, I want them to capitalize on the characters that they have been putting aside, like setting aside for a long time. Like, mm. what about a, like a, a Waluigi real estate game? <laughs> He's selling real estate, and you have yeah. to like, 
micromanage and scam people into like buying, you know, counterfeit. Uh, that that sounds like stuff. a mobile game. <laughs> could be like, okay, Nintendo. If you're listening, but but like they could make a, like a, a cookie a cookie clicker yeah, yeah, yeah. game of that 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 kind, you know, yeah. with, with Waluigi. But 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 seriously, like I want them to use characters, like make games for the characters that they've set aside, like Wario. There's a potential there for a real fun game. <coughs> Metroid. <coughs> <laughs> Metroid. <laughs> give, it mind, team, give it to Team Ninja again. Mind, heart and soul. Yeah. Yes, Metroid. Yeah. Give it to Team Ninja. They made they made a good game out of uh, uh, Neo. So yeah. No. I mean, they they did <laughs> they did the Metroid. They did uh, Metroid. Other Metroid. Yeah, other M. <laughs> I know. M, uh, which wasn't good. I know. Yeah. I'm saying. I mean, I'm, which, saying I'm saying they just made a really actually, good game. Actually, it was. It was half a good game, half a crappy game. Yeah. Okay. Um, what but if, that's a different topic. Okay. So what? What if? What if Metroid? The next Metroid would have like Dark Souls elements to it. Why? I would love. No, that would. It would work. It would work. Okay. It would be difficult, and and, and you it's have to. like an alien world. Okay, and, like, I, I you're know trying to the Metroid has to be like uh, based about exploring the area and puzzles you are in it, and stuff and puzzles. The fighting is like a side thing. Yeah. In Metroid, so. But I mean, it could be like, like it could be like Dark Souls where. Like you don't have a lot of combat, but when you have combat, it's like very like intense and like you have to be accurate and you can't make mistakes and stuff because mm. it would make sense. And then you have the design aspect of like an open-ended world where you have you can explore and and find shortcuts to. And what if From Software is working on a Metroid game? <laughs> okay, end of the episode. We gotta go. <laughs> All right. Um, Okay, let's let's for real. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's let's stop this for real. Anyways, uh, thanks so much for uh, listening to uh, this episode of Double Jump. I hope you guys enjoy the new uh, the new format. Um, since we decided an episode ago to change things around, uh, if you have any feedback, please leave leave us uh, a comment on uh, uh, podcast at luckygg.com. We'll try to get set up a Double Jump. Uh, email uh, separate email for for free, for the future um, we should maybe make a uh, a twitter account i think i have one already you do like i saved the name yeah yeah we we should we should definitely start working on that yeah, in the future well, once we start getting things kicked off mm. anyways um, for patrick and for uh, abdullah i'm your host yakub see you next time hopefully soon Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What? Three. Two.